One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Talksport selector, the football pools game everyone's talking about is back for the second game of the season. Sign up and correctly select a winning Premier League team every week for your chance to win a share of the guaranteed ten thousand pound prize pool. But remember, you can only pick a team once. Entries cost ten pounds, but you must sign up before noon tomorrow to take part. Join now at talksport.com/selector. Get ready for the next game. Everyone's back in, starting soon on Talksport Selector. Terms and conditions apply. Eighteen plus. Gambleaware.org. Please gamble responsibly. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday. The weekend is nearly here. I'm Jason Cundy and welcome to another edition of the TalkSport Daily podcast. In today's poddy, we've got Neil Warnock getting stuck into a club, the country row with Northern Ireland. There's something wrong somewhere when you can't bring a young lad in the summer when you've nothing to play for. Wayne Wazza Rooney speaks for the first time since becoming the Derby County caretaker boss and a former Premier League match official pans the current crop of referees. But we start with the Secretary of State for Digital Culture, Media and Sport, Oliver Dowden. Mr Dowden came on to talk sport to discuss the news of the government's £300 million bailout for sport, which professional men's football is exempt from. During the interview, Oliver Dowden said there is a chance the fans could be back in stadiums before Crimbo. There is definitely a chance of it. Obviously, in all of this, we have to be guided by the scientific evidence. We're in close discussions with the centre of government, so the you know, Cabinet Office and Prime Minister's uh, Office, and with the government scientists about what we could do as we go back into the tiering system, yeah. to see whether there's any possibility in the lower risk areas. If we can just open the door ajar a little bit, start to prove in the lowest risk areas that we could make this work, then I'd love for us to be able to do that. Government will announce its coronavirus rescue package for UK sport a little later on, with elite football and cricket set to miss out. When the Premier League has spent £1.2 billion in the the latest uh, transfer window, when government brings money to the table, it's not my money, it's the money of all the taxpayers up and down the country. And what I hear from uh, most taxpayers is they think in that situation that when the Premier League has got those resources, it should be supporting the EFL. But it's also worth remembering, we're not leaving them in the the cold. They've been able to access all the other schemes that are available. We think well over a billion pounds has been made available through that. If you look, some uh, clubs have been able to access very large loans. We've had the furlough scheme and so on. Now, Chelsea boss Frank Lampard has been speaking to the media ahead of Saturday's trip to Newcastle in the Premier League live on TalkSport on game day. He has told Ian Abrahams he is feeling confident fans could be back in stadium soon, having heard Culture Secretary Oliver Dowden speaking on TalkSport. I am optimistic. I haven't heard him speak, and I think it's something where the government haven't been 
um, vocal enough on for whatever reason. I think uh, we as a public and in the sport want to know whether it's positive or negative. Today is the most positive I've heard an answer from the government. Um, it wasn't factual, and I understand why not, because it has to be safe first and foremost before we we can have fans back in the stadium. But when you see other areas of, of life at the moment where we are having gatherings that are controlled, that are safe environments, then... Of course, at football, we have to look at it and try and get it back as quickly as we can in that safe environment. So I'm positive. I thought they were, it was a very good interview. Uh, I appreciated listening to his words. And let's hope they get acted upon. And it is safe and fans are back to whatever level to start off with. After David Coote was taken off VAR duty for Liverpool's clash against Leicester after fan backlash ahead of what would have been his first Reds game since the Merseyside derby. Of course, that was the game that led to Van Dijk's injury. Former referee Mark Halsey joined White and Jordan to have his say. Halsey agreed with Simon Jordan's comments that the standard refereeing in this country is just not good enough. I hate to criticise fellow colleagues, and I have to say, I think over the last six or seven years, the standard is dropping alarmingly. In, at all levels, at all levels. I mean, I have my brother ring me up. He's, he's, he manages Ware Football Club at, at non-league level. So it's all levels. And listen, we, we've got some great referees out there. You know, at, at, at the top, I think Michael Oliver's by far our best referee. And uh, Martin Atkinson, you've got Mike Dean. I mean, they, they're, they're experienced guys and, 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 and they're good referees. I just think top coaches turn average players into good players, good players into excellent players it's no different with referees and I think we have a we have a failing of, of a number of top coaches that can, can take our referees forward that goal has been ruled out for offside against Sadio Mane I'm, I'm just looking at Jurgen Klopp and his technical area and he's laughing he's actually laughing it's 2-2 two, two. some of the decisions that we are seeing not just the, the, the nature of ridiculous ambiguity about offside rules but some of the blatant non-decisions that are being made are just absurd and they beg a belief and the, and the PGMOI would be better served focusing on the quality, competency and consistency of their referees rather than getting them out of the firing line when the pressure comes down. And I think there was a collision between Jordan Pickford and Virgil van Dijk and the offside flag had already gone up. If it hadn't had done, there could have been a problem here for Jordan Pickford. You've got to put these guys up to do their jobs properly and not bow to the pressure. If you believe this guy is an effective official, then you push back on the Liverpools, Manchester United, Arsenal's, Chelsea's, Tottenham's, Man City's of the world and say, fantastic, here's this guy's record, we don't account to you, we're the governing body of officialdom, get on with your job and we'll get on with ours. Wayne Rooney has been speaking to the media for the first time since he became caretaker boss of Derby County alongside Liam Rossini. Shea Given and Justin Walker. How many managers have they got? Wazza hinted to talk sports Ian Moose, the Abrahams, about his playing days may, just may, be coming to an end. Well, while I'm in this position, I've just given myself a new three-year deal, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think, of course, I know I'm not in the, the finest moment in, in my career. Of course I'm not. I'm, I'm 35, so I think um, we'll have to wait and see what, what happens moving forward. And... But for now, of course, I've, I've got me, me toes in, in both dressing rooms, one as a player and one as um, trying to help lead the team. So we'll see where this takes us and there'll be a decision made from there. Paid the cost to be the boss. Paid the cost to be the boss. I'm ambitious, of course. I want to go into management. It's something I've been quite open about in, in the past. And I think, obviously... 
there's an opportunity for the four of us here to try and lead this team for however long that is. Um, we don't know, but there's an opportunity for us to, to show the different ideas we've got and, and to try and get the best out, out of this team and get us back on track and, and climb the table. So, But in terms of, of management, of course, one day I want to do that. And Bristol City versus Derby is live on TalkSport 2 on Saturday. That is a 3pm kickoff. Staying with the Championship, this is Middlesbrough boss Neil Warnock on Brecky discussing the five substitutes rule as well as Northern Ireland's treatment of his player, Paddy McNair, during the international break. Now, he's played three toughest games you could ever wish for for Northern Ireland. He got that final game, the first one, and then two bloody friendlies in this nation league. And he's played every minute. And I, I don't understand when you've got nothing to play for how him and, like, Dallas can play every minute of every game. I mean, there's something wrong somewhere when, when you can't bring a young lad in the summer when you've nothing to play for. We kept him off training and helped him up to that final, the first game, and they were unlucky. They shouldn't have gotten through. And that means that Slovakia advanced into Euro 2020 at the expense of Ian Barraclough side and Northern Ireland. Playing in one of the games, but not two of them. It's, uh, I, I, I can't accept that. I mean, not when there's nothing to play for. Although, we've probably got nobody else who can take free kicks. This new rule now, five subs coming in, I see it as a disadvantage to teams like yourself who, you know, really and truthfully, you struggle to get, you know, nine subs on a bench. So it's only for the teams who now play Saturday, Tuesday in the Championship where there's loads of games, they can rotate their squad and make five substitutions. I don't worry too much about it. I had six subs. I'd only going to put three on anyhow, probably, every game. Sometimes I don't even put three on. I just think it's sometimes confuses you a bit. You look to make things because you're supposed to do because they're all tired and yet they all want to play, don't they? I mean, it's uh, it's one of them things. I'm not worried too much about it. I just think, it, like you say, it could help them because we've got nine games in 26 or 27 days coming up and it's, uh, you know, it's going to be a big test. I don't think we've ever done this before. Over the kickoff now, this is Hugh Wozencroft, the Mirrors, Darren Lewis and Villa legend, Gabby Agbon Lahore. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola is staying at the Etihad beyond this season after signing a new deal with the club. Guardiola's contract, which was due to finish at the end of this season, has been extended to 2023. So massive news for Manchester City. He's been outstanding in his whole career as a manager. He's done fantastic for City. And it's just, for me, it says to me that Messi's coming. I feel like... He signed two, <clears throat> two years, so it's, uh, it's going to go f- um, until 2023. Messi's out of contract in the summer. It wouldn't surprise me. We start hearing the rumours um, end of December, start of January, that Messi um, is going to come to Manchester City and I think he's the player that can take them to the next step of winning the Champions League, which Pep Guardiola wants to win at Manchester City. I think we've seen the best of Lionel Messi. He's still, you know, he's still some player, but I think we see the best of him. And the deal would cost a huge amount of money to do. And I just think I would like to see Guardiola do it without Messi. I'd like to see Guardiola win something. He's got the talent. He's got the players. I'd like him to build a team to win a league, Champions League, without a Lionel Messi. And I think that if. When, when the critics and there are always critics in this game aren't there when the critics look at him if he were to get Messi and, and win the Champions League they'll say you had to get Messi again to do it I'd like him to be able to do it without the one of the greatest players obviously got Ronaldo as well um, one of the greatest players that ever lived so I can't get carried away with that Leon have made a change and ran out of line with a shot and it's in from Dembele 
and it's Manchester City 1, Leon 3, with time very much against them. The guy has won a domestic treble, never been done before, okay? He's won back-to-back Premier League titles, okay? Yes, his his record in Europe has been lousy at, at, at Manchester City. It has been. There's no getting mm, away from that. Yeah. But that's 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 one stick to beat him with. He, there's plenty of medals that he has won so far. What he's been brought in to do. He's brought in to win things. Clearly, they want the big. They want big ears, right? That's what they want. But Liverpool. Let me tell you now about about Klopp. Klopp doesn't even go for those other trophies. At least Guardiola goes for those. It will be a disappointment, but I don't think you can use the word failure if he doesn't win the Champions League. Domestic treble. That's some going, mate. Don't don't dismiss that. <laughs> This is Drive Now with Max Rushton and the former England fast bowler, Darren Goffey Goff, recording the times he bowled at two of the greatest batsmen of his generation. Once in India, bowling at Sachin Tendulkar, the noise you can imagine when he's um, at the the crease, he came out of bat, and the first ball, he punched it back past me. It wasn't a bad ball at all. I'm talking good length just outside off where they say ball to him yeah. and he hit it the hardest shot I believe when somebody's bowling fast is to hit, hit it back past you to your right hand through past the stumps and mid on yeah. and he hit it mid on didn't even move and I just thought how many of us have a bolt? <laughs> is, it, is it time for me to take a blow here and it, I just thought it was just dismissive of my bowling great shot absolutely magnificent and Tendulka has not moved an inch and I just saw at that moment, oh, what is the point of this? And he happened a few times that when I bought times to Ricky Ponting. And innings, I must admit, I applauded innings he played at Edinley against us. He got 100, yeah. uh, which was an unbelievable innings on a pitch what wasn't great. Uh, another time with Ricky Ponting, I played with him in the World Eleven game. Um, having played against him many times and had to bowl at him, now I'm playing in the same team as him. And he got 100 at the MCG, uh, which was, I was just sat there just thinking... How good would it be to have somebody like him in your team? Yeah. Because you know when you've bowled your overs and you've eventually got the opposition out, you can just go and relax and have a yeah. bath and, and read a paper. But with some of the batters I play with in my team, it was almost like, I, I ain't got time to go and get a bath. I'll have to get a shower as quick as I can because I might have to put my pads on. Darren Goff looking to launch Mutaya Muralitheran down the ground, misses and is castled all over the place. Don't forget, the upcoming series between England and South Africa is live on TalkSport 2. Now, over to my show, the Jason Cundy Sports Bar, with me, Jason Cundy, and Adam Catman Cattrall, up to our usual horseplay. If Manchester United get turned over by West Brom at home, and they've only got one point this season at home, if they get turned over by them at home, he should be sacked before they even get back to the dressing room. They're all they're all funny clubs. There's there's very few football clubs you look at and go, right, they're really doing it right now. Maybe Leicester, maybe Chelsea, but you know, maybe Spurs. But it's, this could be anything. Now we expect United to win because they're Manchester United. Do we? I don't expect them to win. I'm expecting a draw in this game, mate. Oh well, okay. Well, I I expect them to win. They, they, they're playing against a side that they shouldn't be lacing their boots, should they? Having said that, you're right to mention that their home form this season has been horrendous. And if anyone saw the first game of the season against Crystal Palace, that's the way to play against Manchester United at Old Trafford. Wilfred Zaha once from the spot and once after a wriggle and turn on the edge of the penalty area, he's leaving the Red Devils' red face on their opening night of the Premier League season. West Brom, I saw the last game out against Spurs. They were desperately unlucky not to take someone out of that game, but for a, a brilliant piece of Harry Kane again, they're a side that will feel as though they can go and get something from this game. I totally understand that, but I think 
Man United will find a way. I think it's time they did. If they didn't, out of 12 points, take one at home. This is the worst start home performance in the league since the 70s. It's great, isn't it? And you can't continue that trend, yeah. mate, and get away with it. You simply can't. I'm enjoying it. Just mind of all the kickoffs that are coming up this weekend across the Talksport network tonight, seven forty-five. Coventry versus Birmingham. That's on Talksport two. And game day on Saturday from eleven a.m. Newcastle take on Chelsea. Go on Chelsea. That of course is on Talksport, presented by Rashman Chowdhury. Game day live with Adrian Durham is at two thirty. Durham presents from Aston Villa versus Brighton. The goals as they go in from the Premier League and the EFL. Three o'clock. Bristol City versus Derby. That's on Talksport two. And Spurs versus Manchester City in the Premier League, of course. That's a TalkSport exclusive. That is at 5.30. And Manchester United take on West Bromwich Albion. And then at 8 o'clock kickoff. That is also here on TalkSport. Thanks for listening, gang. Don't forget, you can download this podcast and future ones via ACAR, Spotify and the Apple Pods. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing on Monday morning. Have a great weekend. And of course, until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.